Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is Pat O. Pat O. We're solo dolo this week, huh? Um <laughs> I don't uh I don't hate it. I miss talking about your weekend. How was your weekend? Oh geez. I actually had the most amazing weekend that I've had in a very, very, very long time. Um it was a perfect storm. Obviously Labor Day weekend, so it was an extra long one. That's always nice. I had a uh a show on Friday. Went to go see Apocalypse Hoboken. They're a Chicago punk band that friend of the show, Lee Jacobson, JacobsonLegalServices.com, and I used to go see all the time in high school. We'd tell his parents that we were going to the Chicago Ridge Mall to go see a movie. We would take the car, and we'd drive all the way to the north side of Chicago to see Apocalypse Hoboken at the Fireside Bowl. They broke up in the early 2000s, and since then they've reunited once every couple years to play like a one-off show. And uh, originally they were supposed to play this July or June or something. And the lead singer got COVID. So they had to reschedule it till uh, this Friday. And man, did we have a fucking blast. I, uh, I was going to do, cause obviously this is like the first like punk show I've been to since um, all my heart stuff. And, you know, I've always been like a, a, a pit guy and uh, especially with Hoboken. And I was kind of just going to stand off to the side this time and watch him. And Lee was like, absolutely not, dude. Like, we're getting up front. Come on. And, yeah, spent an hour and a half singing every word to every song. Smashed from, like, you know, a couple hundred people behind me, pushing me forward into the rail. And uh, could barely, didn't die, which was a plus. And could barely walk the next day. But, man, was it worth it. I have not used those pit muscles in my legs for quite some time. And uh, it was just, it was fucking awesome. It was the, that thing that you get from being in a crowd of a couple hundred people singing and chanting or whatever in unison together. And um, it was really, really good. And I really needed it. And uh, I recommend all music fans out there, if you haven't gotten back to seeing your favorite bands play again, to please do that because you have no idea what you're missing. Um, so that was Friday. Saturday, I... Uh, two things i guess noteworthy things happened number one i had my bi-weekly shrink appointment which um you know it's i've seen a therapist often on most of my life and for reasons that any fan of the show should not need pointed out <laughs> and uh you know i gotta say this man it is i i never i never i never explain it any differently to my kids when i'm going you know my wife will be like oh he's going he's got dad's got a doctor's appointment you know it's like no i'm going to see a shrink because i want to normalize mental health care and i want to normalize the fact that yes i'm a 41 year old guy that pays somebody to listen to me talk about my feelings once every two weeks and maybe some people think that that's fucking stupid or you know whatever i don't care what the fuck you think about it it's something that i do and it's something that helps me a lot and uh saturday helped me a lot and uh it was a really good session and sometimes you just go in there and like you talk for 45 minutes sometimes it's you're really kind of getting something out of it and this this weekend was really good my saturday session was really fucking good and i was even in tears at one point it was like fucking phenomenal um good i I am a huge supporter of every single person on this planet needs to be in therapy everybody oh my god especially like us like our generation everything that you know who we had for parents and the fucking shift there between like 
the way that our parents were brought up and now the way that we're, we were brought up and the way that we're bringing up our kids and like, you know, uh, culture changes really fast now. And there, there are things that were acceptable in our parents' day and age that are not acceptable now. And, and we were kind of caught in the middle of that. Right. And, uh, yeah, man, there's some fucking any, I think anyone, I agree. I think therapy is good for just about everybody, but I think if you're in your thirties and forties, it's probably good to check in with somebody. So, uh, that was Saturday. Sunday had, uh, D and D, which was really good. It was the, uh, first in a five part campaign series that I'm running up at Rock Island public house with, uh, the, the place operated by front of the show, Mike Vanderbilt. And, um, it was good. A lot of the old players came back from the last time I ran it and some new people were there and I love performative storytelling. I love, uh, I love the whole D and D thing, and it was good to kind of like write. And it, it, we're using Spelljammer, but it's it was also a lot of homebrew. It was a lot of content that I created myself just for the game. So having the having the players really respond to it was awesome, and having them, you know, when they laughed and when they got really excited, and when we were when we were kind of firing on all cylinders, you know, because it's collaborative storytelling. You're, it's not just me kind of rambling to the players it's them giving me stuff back and we're deciding what the characters are doing and everything and um we really hit our stride and we're and we're collaborating well together and that always felt good and then today uh labor day um i took the kids to the museum of science industry and just had a family day with them which was pretty good they had this uh the only thing i want to mention from that is they have this um, they have this like I mean not IMAX, but it's kind of it's like a dome theater that you go in, and we watched some like half an hour documentary about underwater caves narrated by Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle fame, and uh, man, fuck caves in general. I just <laughs> it was like having an anxiety attack just being in that theater watching these divers swim in these like dark underwater caves and shit. Um. You know, because so you know, taking like water samples it has something to do with global warming or some shit. But uh, it made me think of Hellier a little bit, and how <laughs> yeah, uh, how I'm not, yeah, I'm not a cave person, man. It can't get me to do that shit. So that was my weekend. New new episode of Y2K movies dropped today. Uh, should be out now. Wait for listening to it. We talked about the Empty Man, 2020's The Empty Man, which is a movie that I had never fucking heard of before. And uh, it was a, a, a major film that, you know, Fox put it out. It got a theatrical release and just kind of hit during the pandemic when nobody, everyone was hiding in their fucking cellar and completely just disappeared. And man, is it worth checking out? It's a, it's a two hour plus horror movie. And I can't think of too many horror movies that even approach two hours outside of like Silence of the Lambs, let alone go over it. Um, and this one does, and this one is really good. It's got, I don't want to, and the, if you listen to the Y2K movie podcast, we're like, we pretty much spoil everything. And this one we did not, because I sincerely want people to go out and check this movie. It's streaming on HBO Max, and I think a couple other places too. But yeah, two plus hour horror movie, very much a reminiscent of True Detective and Angel Heart. And I don't want to say much more besides that. But uh, definitely check that movie out and then listen to our, our podcast episode about it. And I'm excited uh, that we finally worked out your appearance. So I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. We've got to get together with Daniel. But 
the next batch of shows will have a very, 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 very special guest, your friend and mine, Ashers. And, That's uh, right. I can't wait for that. It'll be uh, it'll it'll be great. It'll be a great uh, episodes. Actually. Yeah. Well, no, it's one, and so that's yeah. We're gonna start doing double monthly double features, and not only you're gonna be our first guest, but you're doing our first double feature. And I, I won't Ooh. give away the theme of the double feature, but it's very, <laughs> very unexpected and unique. But uh, I don't know. I guess you're, you're you're kind of the Anne Hathaway of podcasting. I guess maybe. I something. don't want to be Anne Hathaway. <laughs> You're the Anne, Anne Hathaway of uh, paranormal investigators <laughs> or, or something, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. I like her. I think she's, I, I'm actually a big Anne Hathaway fan. She's, I don't know anything she, about her. Oh my God. She's fucking nut, nuttier than squirrel shit. She's like a theater kid and she's fucking all over the place. I, I was very ambivalent towards her until I heard an episode of WTF, Mark Maron's podcast, when he interviewed her and she opened up about just what a fucking train wreck she is. And it really made me fall in love with her because goddamn do I love damaged women. And uh, she's, she's really, she's real busted up. So I don't know. Well, so you're saying it's <laughs> not a compliment. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. You know what I mean, baby. Don't get don't get crossed. Oh Jesus! So right. good. How was your weekend, Asher? <laughs> um, how was your Labor Day? I'm roughing it. I am. I am having labor of the soul. Um, <laughs> you know, it was okay. Um, I I didn't really do a whole bunch. Um, I tried to watch. I've been trying to watch movies that everybody else has seen that I haven't seen. I've been trying to do that for many years, actually. Um, I watched Terrifier for the first time ever. And, uh, I mean... Terrifier? Yeah. Okay. Have you, have you not seen Terrifier? No. No, no, no. Completely. I've never never heard that word before. What? That's yeah. shocking because I watched this one because it's like, uh, it's like new. It's like a new horror classic. You know, it's, it's a newer movie. It came out, I think it initially, it had like a weird release. Like it was a, a super indie film. It came out in 2016 and then had a wide release in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the new thing. You've seen The Clown. It's a clown movie. I'm looking and, at it right now. And uh, yeah. You've seen that guy, right? He's like the new, you know, he's like the new, he's a part of, you know, the classic Freddy and Jason and Ghostface and, you know, he's like a new guy. Um, But there's a sequel coming out. And uh, so I thought that it was a good time to, you know, watch the original or whatever. And, um, you know, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, You know, but, you know, Trick or Treat is also another one of those movies that now is like everybody's staple um, in... uh, you know halloween halloween movie time or you know just it's it's become again a, a classic and i really didn't like it that much no it wasn't that good well it was it was interesting cuz it had like brian cox it had a really good cast but yeah it was not and then it's got that pumpkinhead kid that i guess was kind of iconic that it introduced yeah. that everyone, but no it, that trick or treat fell short you're absolutely right yeah yeah i mean i just uh, listen i fucking love horror anthology i do um Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of of that that's my jam right there but this one did it differently and i'm not going to knock them for doing it differently the way that they did it if you haven't seen it um which probably most people have but if you haven't they're all all the stories in it are tied together 
and but not like directly tied together it's just all this weird fucking shit that's happening in this weird fucking town on halloween night you know that's what it is um and i didn't like that i did not like that i i enjoy my classic you know um obviously which it's difficult but you know you compare it to something like creep show which is probably the best of the best anthology horror right it's the tops you know mm-hmm. where there is an obvious start and stop to these stories okay so i you know me watching it i expected some tie-in at the end there and i think you do see some of the characters later i can't really remember it's been a couple years since i watched it anyway i but i just i i didn't i wasn't satisfied with the ways the way that the stories were ending um so i just didn't i feel like it was incomplete um you know so i'm i'm and it's i don't hate it because it's new a lot of people don't like a lot of new horror there's a lot of new horror that i do like um that just wasn't it so terrifier is something that i kind of you know i was dragging my feet on because oh it's new i'm not gonna like it it was pretty good it's just a gore fest that's all it is there's really no rhyme or reason to why this clown is fucking killing people but it is and it's fine um so i was here for it i'm gonna watch it again because i just kind of had it on the background but um you know so i can actually watch it this time but it was uh it was fine so i mean check that out but you know we also did um we've been trying to catch up uh red and i friend of the show catch up on uh joe bob's and uh he had recommended that we just watched uh, we watched the baby and then i was like hey <laughs> joe bob did an episode of the baby let's watch that we we missed that one let's go watch it um so we did that we hung out and watched um you know butcher baker nightmare maker which is fucking a, a great movie it was amazing and then there was the baby which was good all the way up until the end so um you know <laughs> um, oh man if you know, we you and i have talked about the baby so much, so much <laughs> over the past two days when you saw it <laughs> yeah. i can't i can't even pretend that we haven't enough to like rehash that conversation for this show right now all I could say is that you did not like the baby. I love the baby. And uh audience members, maybe you'll be somewhere in the middle. I, I I would I I would definitely recommend checking it out. I understand why you didn't like we're not we're not gonna have to rehash that shit. No. But no spoilers. Go, yeah, it's worth it's kinda it's kinda weird. It's kinda kinky. Not really. It's not super yeah. dirty. You know what I mean? But it's 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 just it hints at it. It's got that flavor. Listen, if you want to watch a dirty movie, you <laughs> listen, and you want to feel both turned on and dirty at the end of it, watch Forced Entry. Ooh, the title alone is uh It's a porn. It's a it is a porn, but it's a it's a, it's horror porn. It really is. That's what it is. Watch Forced Entry. Just don't even oh. look don't look anything up about it. Just go fucking watch it. But just be aware that it is a porn and it's hardcore. Um <laughs> it's both. <laughs> So, All right. Well, the baby yeah. is not a porn, but it's uh, it's, it's, an exploit- it's an exploitation movie it from the seventies, and just check it out. I think it's on Shutter. Oh. Yeah, it is. It's on Shutter. Go watch it. I think it's a, you can probably get it anywhere for free. It's not. It's just anyway. Um, so that's what I did this weekend. I've just been doing uh, a lot of work on things. Um, you know, you guys can uh check out the Patreon for this month's exclusive episode of Weird World which so far have only been over on the patreon you cannot listen to this show anywhere else but by giving me your money and then listening to it um this month's episode was on california so we talk about all kinds of very fun things from there i mean if you know anything about the uh cryptid and weird world you know that a lot of shit happens in california and we talk about it um you know just some of the topics include 
you know, Patterson Gimlin film, the Fresno Nightcrawlers, the Battle of LA. Um, go check it out. Just go listen to it. <laughs> you you want to uh, hear it. <laughs> the, the, the Dark Fellows or whatever. I forget. Dark Watchers. The Dark Fellows. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, you did not just say that. <laughs> yes. Yes. The dark, <laughs> dark Watchers. <laughs> Um, a lot of fun stories though there uh, definitely go check that out lots of things are getting ready to happen on the patreon um, I am adding stuff I'm adding a lot of new stuff and, and you you don't want to miss it so go over there and subscribe I also uh, did an episode with um, Chris Holm the guy who, with the furry episode that you guys heard yeah he's got a podcast called conspire theory and we talked about a lot of things uh, I don't even remember what all we talked about. Pat O knows. He listened to it. But <laughs> it, it was good. You guys talked about me. So, of course, you had. I was hanging on your every fucking word. No, it was good. He had, he had us on back-to-back. My episode yeah. is just basically about movies, and your episode is a little bit more uh, nuanced, and it's more about you and uh, the show and your all your different experiences and projects and stuff. So, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a good double shot if you want to hear us both separately talk about ourselves and then you know so go yeah. listen to go listen yeah. to it chris if you like dude. hearing us talk about ourselves then there's an opportunity to go listen to us talk about <laughs> ourselves some more um you know but that was uh it was fun it was a good episode so check that yeah. out also um i did not plug this in the last episode and i absolutely should have because he's also on the docket we are we've been nominated for the best 40 in podcast through paranormality magazine yes um, so um listen we have to win this i can't tell you why we have to win this but i'm telling you that we absolutely have to win this so you i agree and vote for this um, and i'll tell you why i want to win it uh purely spite alone that's it yeah, spite right. spite's my number one motivator for just about yeah. everything um and, it, yeah it definitely needs to happen yeah um so go vote um i will put the link in the description if not you could just I think it's paranormalitymag.com and it's the first thing that pops up the podcast awards. I mean, if you follow me on social media, then you've seen me <laughs> post about it. Um, but I'm going to continue to post about it. Go, go vote, go use all your emails and, and vote because uh, we need to win this. So I'm just telling you that if we don't win this, I might quit the show entirely. I'm just oh, You're going to take your ball and go home. Take my ball and go home. Yeah. I'm going to be a <laughs> sore fucking loser. I'm going to spend a week in my room crying and it's going to be all your fault because you did not go and vote with all 10 of your emails. And I know that you have. Exactly. Um, Come on. <laughs> when, uh, when is the deadline? Is it like September 10th? Holy shit. That's coming up. That's Friday, days. isn't it? You got five, whatever five days from now is it's Saturday. Yeah. So definitely. If go you're vote. listening to this show the day that it drops, which of course you are, hit pause and go vote and then make some more Gmail accounts and vote again and then have everyone else you know vote. <laughs> send us screen grabs of you voting and we'll send you screen grabs of stuff back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll do that. We will send you screen grabs of things. Um, guaranteed. If you send us a screen yes. grab of you voting, then we will absolutely send you some back. You know what I'll do? I'll send you pictures of people's feet wearing our flip flops because oh I got tons God. of those fucking things. Not nobody's around. gonna vote. Don't say that. Nobody's gonna vote for us now. <laughs> well, that it might be that, or it might be I don't know what. I don't you know. You can Google feet pictures for free, Pato. They're, they're not getting nothing out of this. <laughs> 
awesome. come up with something. Send, send us screen grabs of you voting and we'll fucking, it's a mystery prize. You get a mystery prize. Yeah. Um, you know, so there you go. But go vote for us there. Um, what else? Was there anything else? I can't. I don't think. I don't know. I've been doing so much lately. You guys have no idea. I'm Talk about some of the events. You got like nine events coming up. We got so many events coming up. I will be at the 2022 Mothman Festival. Um, but I will not be vending or or speaking or anything like that. I'm just going to be walking around, so you can talk to me at your leisure. Um, you know, which is kind of why I'm doing it. But I will be there. Um, Pat O may or may not be there. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You can also meet Anne live in person. She'll be there also. Um, so you know, come talk to us, take your pictures, whatever, do the thing. Potato um, Anne, is that because she's Irish? Potato Anne. No, it's just because we were fucking out of our minds, hungover and drunk at the same time during Cryptid Con weekend, and we were just talking about dumb shit. Um, it's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know, just because. Um, yeah, Potato Anne will be there. So there's that. Uh, the I can't say the weekend after that what I'm doing. What I can say for sure what I'm doing. Uh, October 1st, I'll be at Mysticon at the Ravenswood Library in Ravenswood, West Virginia. So definitely go there and definitely check that out. Um, man, that's going to be very cool. Um, I'm super excited. You know, it, Ravenswood Library underestimates this library. I've never been there, but just looking at like their shit that they post on social media and stuff, like it's a really neat place um so tons of other people will be there the uh um our, my buddies uh ron and joe from uh wild weird west virginia they'll be there they'll be one of the speakers um you know so lots of lots of neat people and then the weekend after that i will be in monroeville pennsylvania which i guess is a part of i think it's part of pittsburgh i don't know never been uh but i'll be there at the wonders expo talking both days the october 8th and october 9th um so check that out as well if you are in the pennsylvania area I could be wrong, but is Monroeville, Pennsylvania, where they filmed the original Dawn of the Dead? Is it? Why don't you keep talking? I'm going to look that up. Uh, That makes me very excited. My nipples just instantly, instantly through the shirt. Anytime we record, shut the fuck up. Let me just. (laughs) (laughs) That's not, but okay. You just call me a dumb bitch. No, I <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna chew your head off. <laughs> oh I'm gonna murder you. Um over the air. T- t- uh, telekinetically. I was gonna murder you. I would um, never say that to you. I would be like, oh my god, Pato just got fired, guys, and you heard it here. No, I'm just <laughs> Um, yeah, let me know about that. Um, and then also I have a um I am teaching a class on cryptozoology um i believe that's october 18th or i'm sorry 13th let me figure that out and i will let you guys know exactly when that's happening but it is a virtual class um it is part of a i believe it's a three or four part workshop so i don't i i I assume you have to take the whole workshop um and it's just on other things as well not just that but one part of it um i'm teaching all about you know how to be a cryptozoologist and what you do and what to take with you and how to investigate and you know things like that so um that is really cool i'm really excited for that um very different opportunity i'm excited for i think i think so yeah monroeville pennsylvania is the location of the mall from uh the original dawn of the dead and actually they turned it into the george romero living dead museum what Yes, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll shoot you the link right now, you dumb bitch. And 
Well played. <laughs> I'm not going to overuse that, but goddamn, is that a good stinger? I'm going to bust that out every once in a while. Next time, uh, no. we're, lo- next no. time we're loaded together, I'm going to drop that one in front of fucking people. No. And they're going to be like, what? You could do it once. That is the one time <laughs> that you can do it. <laughs> I would absolutely not do it again, but <laughs> I'll let that one slide because it was I, well I, placed. I played my DB card. That's it. You only get to say it once. All one right. Time. Fair enough. So, yeah, Monroeville Mall, I just sent you the link to it, but uh, the Living Dead Museum is there. So while you're checking out Asher's, do that whole thing, and then... Um, fucking let's open. go together. I'm going to that. I'm doing it. It's that. open till 8 p.m., so... I'm fucking doing it. I'm just going to be like, look, I got to leave early. I got to go to this thing. Yeah. <laughs> this museum. Um, that's fucking cool. I, I had no idea. Uh, wow. Very neat. Um, yeah, so that's everything that I have to plug right now. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at that. You know, all these like podcasting gurus and people that make like thousands of dollars per episode and things like that. That's what they tell you to do. I mean, do you guys mind it? Is it aggravating? Is it frustrating? Or, you know, do you understand that you enjoy what I do and you would like to pay me to do it? Because, I, you know, I'm a little agitated by it myself. Um, no, I don't think it's I don't I think it, it feels unnatural to us because we are not salesmen at heart. We are. uh intellectuals or we're content creators or we're we're people that make stuff you know and uh people that make stuff and people that sell shit are two different types of character classes right and sometimes to put on that people that sell shit hat it gets you feel a little horse it feels unnatural right and um i i i I know what you mean where you're like oh do i should i'm annoying these people they don't want to hear but i think it's important to do because you got to remind people you got to remind people you know that we have new merch up in the t-shirts and the teespring thing and uh i actually went through it friday night because when i was sitting at the bar the bartender was wearing a stay weird shirt and i could have swore that it was one of ours how fucking loaded i was it wasn't spoiler alert she was not wearing a fucking on wednesdays we talk weird (laughs) t-shirts but i was so delusional on drink that i honestly believed that this random bartender on the north side of Chicago was wearing a podcast, a t-shirt from my podcast. And um, I went through our whole, because we sell them at the live events. We sell shirts like that, but it's not the same thing. Because the one that we sell have eyes on them. Yeah. And the one she was wearing did not. So who would have thought it? Two motherfuckers thought of the idea to put stay weird on a t-shirt and sell it. (laughs) And... Whoever. I did that because I stole the idea. It's a popular. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. It's it's like the inventor of the tur- the tuxedo shirt. I'm sure there's like several different versions of that. Anyway, um, I went through our Teespring and I couldn't believe all the new merch that we have for sale and all the new T-shirts yeah. and you can get backpacks now. Oh, oh my yeah. god, the that is so shit. I didn't even want to look at how much I'm sure. I mean, nothing against Teespring, but everything's kind of a little jacked up there, which is why you should join the Patreon. Because if you if you yeah. plan on buying merch, you get the discount code for the for the uh, merch when you become a member of Patreon. And I'm sure that if you plan on buying anything from us, merch wise, signing up for the Patreon first to get the discount code will pay for the Patreon. Exactly. I'm sure for like two three fucking months. Oh yeah. So yeah. So that's how you do that. But uh, yeah, I want to get one of those backpacks, and I love that you can get the backpacks with like any. There's like four or five different styles that you can get. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely doing that. If you thought the fanny packs were cool and you thought the flip-flops were cool, the backpacks. I'm telling that, you, I don't go investigating without a backpack. 
And right. uh, it's not one of ours, unfortunately, because ours are so expensive and I need you guys <laughs> to give me money to buy one. But um, if you would like to cash app or PayPal or Venmo me some money to buy one, you can. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah right. no. we need to start a Patreon and buy our own merch. Like, that's I mean, I don't that's you. what it goes towards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is to just market myself. It's to buy fucking equipment. None of it goes into my pocket. You know, I don't make uh. anything really. Um, travel. We were just talking about this. You guys have no idea how much it costs to go to all these these events. It's fucking right. crazy expensive, you know. So your money, I mean, it goes towards things that are important, you know. If you want me to keep doing what I do, um, but you know, also, yeah, sign up for the Patreon. You get a thirty percent discount from from the merch. That means I make nothing from it, but you get a great discount. But I make it through the Patreon, so it's fine. And um, you get a quality backpack. You get a quality backpack. They are Which, really neat. We got a lot of cool shit there. We've got the uh, the on Wednesdays we talk weird logo. We've got the um, injured cold stay weird done by Jonathan Dodd. We've got the awesome artwork. Yeah, we got the Jersey Devil. Um, you know wanted wanted posters, uh, t shirts. We've got Ivy the Alien over there. Um, Mother Nature is a serial killer. The Earth is alive and it's a serial killer, which is a fucking killer t shirt with a tree line on it. Um, ask me about my podcast. If you're a podcaster and you want to draw attention to that at any event that you go to, get an Ask Me About My Podcast t-shirt. Um, it's a great icebreaker um, just for any time. I mean, tons of shit. Tons, tons of really cool stuff over there. Um, and if you're in need of a Halloween costume this season, pick up a On Wednesdays We Talk Weird backpack and you're like halfway to a Dora, Explorer, Dora the Explorer costume. <laughs> What yes. you need a purple shirt and some fucking yeah. shorts and a little monkey or something. And Just get you a fucking backpack and a cowboy hat. You're a cryptozoologist. <laughs> easy, easy said, easy done. Listen, if you uh, dress up, if any of you people dress up as a cryptozoologist people. with on Wednesdays we talk weird merchandise. There will be a prize involved. It is a mystery prize. I don't know what it is yet. I just thought of this on the spot, but there will be a prize. If you dress up as a cryptozoologist or 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 any any type of um 40 and field investigator for halloween this year and you use on wednesdays we talk weird merch to do so send me a picture there will be something i don't know what it is yet but there will be something it'll be very very cool so oh if if you if you turn the two of us into a couple's costume if you convince your significant other to dress up like i don't know whatever one of the two of us if you and your partner dress up like us for for halloween um I'll give you my car. <laughs> Look at that. That's going to happen. <laughs> or a lawnmower. I'll give you a lawnmower. How about that? A lawnmower. <laughs> I don't want to. Or a hedge cutter. See, it's getting more and more. It's getting cheaper and cheaper. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. We'll give you something big. We'll build a shrine to you. We'll make a sculpture out of butter of you. We'll rename the show after you. No. <laughs> Figure out something. Anyway, I'm going to stop plugging away now. You want to you do some news? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, we got we got news. Um Oh, that's right. So last week we talked about clown sightings. Remember that? Remember? Mm-hmm. Remember that? And the week before? Remember? Mm-hmm. Well, Nessie, I think, heard us talking about this and she was not fucking having it because guess who has reared her big beautiful dinosaur head? No way. Oh yeah, Nessie's back. Make it a comeback. This is the first sighting since April. Um, Nessie was sighted August 27th uh, by a local resident that was just hanging out around the lock. Um, they actually did not 
physically see it. Um, they just saw a strange wake in the water, but it was uh, convincing enough for the official Loch Ness um, monster uh, reporting website to put up as an official report of a sighting. So, uh, but yeah, they didn't actually see it yet. So she wasn't having it. So I think that's, I think we summoned her. I need to look into that. The whole, the whole summoning her was a, was a crow, Alistair Crowley thing. It and was. I brought that, I brought that up before. You did. I never looked into it. And now uh, this may have motivated me to look into it. You have to look into it. I think we summoned her. Yeah. Yeah. A I redhead woman it. standing on the shores can summon her or that's what because yeah. red-haired women did we talk about this sophia the 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 female personification of god did we get this deep into it uh redhead no, women are supposed i know to be... about that okay all right well whatever i don't want to hijack your new segment i'm sorry <laughs> no, <that's okay. laughs> i just know about it because people come to me all the time like oh you should go to the fucking lock and summon nessie because you got red hair and i'm like okay sure mm. i got i have to sing to her I don't, I don't know what I'll saying. Something very sexy. Will um, Smith. I mean, it will probably be Will Smith getting jiggy with it, um, or Men in Black. So anyway, <laughs> ICP. Your so juggalo funny. mating call. <laughs> whoop, whoop! <laughs> Jesus. Well, anyway, so Nessie, uh, yeah, Nessie's made a resurgence, and uh, we'll see. But obviously, we are very far away from um, the record-breaking year that we had, you know, last year. Um, you know, because again, this is the first sighting. This is only the fifth sighting this year, and it's the first one since April. Um, which tells me, you know, my theory on whether or not these things, um, you know, migrate in and out of the lock. It's it's got to have some truth to it. So, um, you know, there's that. So Nessie, and then I talked last week about a Bigfoot body that was found, um, allegedly in Ohio, in, yeah, in Ohio, in Salt Fork State Park, and. Um, you know, that uh, turned out to be a big hoax like we thought it would be. So there's that. Somebody had actually found the um, article where this was posted back in 2016, 2017. I mean, word for word. Um, but there's a Facebook page that is like dead set convinced on, you know, saying that this is real. Here's these pictures, things like that. So. You know. What are you doing? What am I doing? Oh, it sounded like you were doing something. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm, I am I was saying that this was a hoax and then you didn't respond. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. You don't need to tell me. No, no. I haven't gotten that bored by today's episode yet. Um, no, I, uh, I don't know. I kind of, uh, Ohio's been so much of a hotbed lately of weird shit that um i think when i heard that story it kind of fit with my just the vibe ohio has been given off lately um but i think finding out that it was hoaxed is kind of also fitting with the way that most of these stories turn out <laughs> yeah, so yeah there you go sorry well, womp, yeah, womp. i mean you know and it just is what it is salt fork state park is a hotbed for bigfoot activity um just not the dead kind uh yet you know we'll yeah. see. Um, I wasn't there, so obviously it's not true. Um, so there's that. That was my news for the week. You don't want to talk about, uh, I mean, we're in the group chat with uh, Tobias and company. You don't want to talk oh. about that whole thing yet? Oh, the mer person? Yeah, in Ohio. I mean, it's, sure. it's, 
Yeah. Fucking mer people in Ohio. There could be a dead big footer. I mean, that's the way I looked at it. You know. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to. I was kind of. I'm saving the bulk of it for the for the Patreon. So if you want like exact details as it continues to progress, um, again, join give, the Patreon. Give the people a taste. Give the people a little um, But uh, yeah, Tobias Whalen from Singular Fortean Society received an email about a report of a humanoid type creature in Lake Erie, which is Lake Erie in Ohio. Um, Ohio is mm-hmm. part of it. And um, he passed the story along to me, asked if I wanted to, you know, take over investigating it, because that's how you teamwork makes the dream work. You know what I mean? That's how you work together on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and of course, I've now taken over and I've been, you know, speaking with the gentleman. Uh, he just saw this. I mean, and it was just kind of a blink of an eye sighting. So, you know, who knows? Um, but saw this creature back when he was a young child. Um, you know, well, he was swimming around in Lake Erie. You know, some of the follow up questions that I had asked him was, you know, what's what's the culture like there? Um, because while while I am in Ohio, Lake Erie is still about four hours away from me. Where this happened, I have an exact uh, location of where this happened, and uh, where it happened, it's yeah, it's about four hours away. So I don't, I'm not up there a lot. But you know, I told him I just have information on uh, basically, you know, what on just what kind of the books and stuff say but what, what do people say locally about this thing you know do other people in that area you live and grew up there do other people in the area talk about this stuff and he said no actually he's never heard anybody mention anything like that um but, but i the- feel like that's not the first story that we've heard about merfolk in that area wasn't mm-hmm. or is it or wasn't there people sending us because we did the merfolk episode didn't like jim jam and them send us some shit but that was or was that for kentucky jim jam sent us a video of possibly a mayor a mer person in tennessee yeah um, that's what i'm thinking was, of it was just an actress from they have a mermaid school there so it wasn't it was not it was, the fuck? It was fake yeah <laughs> lots of places have these mermaid people you never i mean they're like you never seen that you never no. seen the women swimming around and i'll send you videos i mean you just look it up mermaids i mean or whatever um yeah it was just a, a somebody practicing that's where they hold their practices for these things um they dress up as as mermaids and do like shows for people um i don't know it's like synchronized swimming but for mermaids <laughs> but yeah i mean um as far as lake erie goes um i mean i'm not gonna say that there's no other merfolk reports coming out of there I, this is the first time I've personally been handed one. I got you. Okay. That's, I think that's that that's what where I got my wires crossed, is that when I was reading all that between you guys, I was like, wait a minute, like this sounds so familiar. And then I was I was confusing it with all the Jim Jam stuff. Bessie, the uh Lake Erie monster, Lake Monster. Some reports of Bessie are like a humanoid they're like a the creature from the black lagoon um it's it's very odd so yeah it's not it's not like it's completely unheard of and then ohio's got other stories like the uh the frog people from uh right the frog man the um the charles mills lake monster that fucking thing is horrifying uh but it happened at charles mill charles mills lake mill lake i don't know if there's an s at the end of that um just two boys saw this weird fucking creature um that looked again fucking terrifying just google it google the drawing of it fucking scary and nobody else has ever seen it ever again old orange eyes is another one um that came from a weird it's like a weird lake person or pond person or some shit um so you know it's not like these things are completely unheard of around the area um 
you know, but again, this is my first personal case that I've received of it. The gentleman has other stories to tell. So I'm very interested. Apparently his mom is a psychic medium and has been forever. So, you know, we'll see. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to share anything else. I'm not going to share any other details. There, again, there, there is other stuff to share, but I don't have his permission and his name is out there. So, gotcha. um, okay. you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, indulge anymore, but yeah. So that, you know, that happened this week. Check that out um, at the singular 40 in society. Um, go to sing singular 40 com to read those news stories. If you're not reading singular 40 in any way, what are you doing here? Right. You should, you should. It's a good companion piece to our weekly news. Right. You're not, you know, getting the news from us. That's only half the story. Get, get uh daily updates from the singular 14 society. From Mr. Tobias Whalen and Mrs. Emily Whalen. So there you go. There's that um yeah so that was my news so this week you guys i mean you know that we have been doing interviews with people um we um something happened so this is a really um strange topic that we're going to be talking about a great fucking story kind of sad that we've gone so long because actually the story is really good i know people have already clicked out because they're sick of the 40 minute intros but (laughs) you know whatever it's whatever um you know but this uh it's a great topic. I've wanted to talk about this for a really, really long time. Um, but it's the boy from Mars. Pedro, have you ever right. heard about this before this point? Before today? You know I, I have. Uh, I can't tell you when or where, but I mean, the story kind of uh, has been around for a little bit. And um, I'm sh- I, I know that I heard it somewhere, probably on Coast to Coast. You know, I don't think I, they did an entire episode on it. But I heard it at least in passing. And um, I think me and you have probably even talked about it before where you brought it up. I've talked about it, yeah. Yeah. So I I was tangentially aware. It's a fun one. Uh, You know, is it true? I don't know. Um, But it's one of my favorites. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, There is a a documentary about this, which I just found out about 40 minutes ago. So... and i had no idea i i recommend checking it out um but uh the boy from mars his name is bariska we're just gonna leave it at that because it's a very russian last name and i have no fucking clue how to pronounce it and i'm very much a white person i'm just gonna call him bariska that's his name you know all you got to do if you're really interested in this and you want to check out that documentary or anything else on it you just google the boy from mars he's the only thing that pops up um aside from some weird uh fiction novel but other than that anyway um so bariska was born in 1996 in volgo volgograd russia that's probably not right either but whatever um you know when he was born one his parents made a lot of claims about him at a very young age that at uh two weeks old he was able to lift his head up all the way um which you know when i first read about this i was i was probably a teenager and i was like oh wow two two weeks old he's lifting his head up all the way um pat when did your kids lift their head up as a newborn do you know do you remember i mean i really don't know my son was a preemie so his his milestone dates are all fucked up um but i feel like that's not that far off two weeks old to be lifting your head up like that's kind of normal mine right? was mine came out the gate lifting her head up yeah that's, and she's not that's, from mars so yeah i don't you know and and that wasn't um 
I don't think that's too unusual. But I suppose, you know, nuance and things, it's coupled with other stuff. Because at just a couple of months old, he was talking. Mm-hmm. And by the time he hit a year and a half, he could read, write, draw, and paint. Well, the drawing and painting thing is, is you know, okay. But reading and writing, I guess, is kind of extraordinary. Yeah, talking, reading, and writing at a year and a half. At two years old, he entered kindergarten. At two. Okay. And they were very impressed by all the things that he knew and how it, it was it was just amazing. Um, so he, you know, started having this childhood and, you know, where he was obviously very different from every, all the other kids. And um, he's a genius. He's a genius. He has a genius level IQ. Um, but even at that young age, he constantly, constantly started talking. He was talking about Mars all the time and just had so much information about it that he could not have known otherwise because his parents didn't know fuck all about Mars, you know, um, but he knew all this shit about it. He knew the temperature. He knew what the land was like. He knew the fucking radiation points of Mars. I mean, he knew everything about it. And um, one day he sat down, I'm having trouble finding the age. That's the thing about this story is that it's hard to find exact facts and details because they're kind of all over the place. But I know it was at a young age um, that he sat down around a campfire with other members of his family. Um, They were just having a get together and whatnot. And he just fucking blurted out that he knows all this stuff about Mars because he is from there. Mm -hmm. That he was um, killed it doesn't seem like he was killed it seems like this was on purpose and this was you know planned but he lived on mars a thousand years ago and that he is now here to save humanity because we are going down the same path that mars went and mars doesn't want that to happen to us so somehow which hasn't really fully been explained um he was reincarnated as this child in russia to warn us about impending doom more specifically um nuclear war because that's how he says that the martians died um the martians got into a world war with themselves and they blew everything to bits he says that's why mars is filled with radiation now um and uh you know and now he's here to warn us about that now it took a while for them to get to that point you know at first they just fucked up the ecosystem um but he was allegedly a military like a fighter pilot he was a pilot you know back then and uh you know so now he he's got military experience on mars um and all this craziness um you know but again if anybody, if your kid came to you and said they're from Mars, what would you think? Pato, what would you think? <clears throat> well, I'm me. So I would uh, kind of believe him. You know, whenever my kids had nightmares or whenever my kids growing up had stories about seeing monsters, I probably, uh, you know, <laughs> did everything but, like, make them a guest on my podcast. Like, I, I really would believe them and listen to them and 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 get them to describe it to me and I would bring it up later and see if their stories would change, you know. Um, I, I, that's how I approach that stuff, but that's me. And I'm a very unique person in that, in that, right. I think most parents would uh, maybe be amused and play along a little bit, or they would completely disregard it. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, coupled with everything else that had happened up until that point in Bariska's life, again, he's a genius. Right. You know? um, he's talking about things that nobody has ever taught him before. He's talking and reading and writing at a year and a half old. <laughs> you, know? <Sure. laughs> you know, if that's true, let's just pretend that that's all true, right? Let's just say it's all true because we don't know. Um, you know, again, none of that had been verified. Even like the claim that he was in kindergarten at two, there's no like actual verification of that. Um, kindergartners, typically your kid goes to kindergarten, at least in the U.S. I don't know what it's like in Russia, but in the U.S. they're five. Okay. You know. They're like five. So, I mean, a, a two, there's a huge difference between a two-year-old and a Well, there's people that listen to the show that don't know kids. You know, <laughs> there are. Right. You know, there's a big, huge, big difference between a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Um, you know, and, and so it's major. So, I don't know. But, again, no, none of these claims have ever been um, verified. Uh, there's a claim out there that he has an IQ of 200. Right, Which, yeah. which I think is actually not real um i'm pretty sure that you know you you could score a perfect score on an iq test and it's not i think it's less than 200 but i don't know i haven't verified that so you know i've known people fucking adults are like oh the iq of 250 and i'm like no you fucking don't uh 228 <laughs> um there was a, a girl from missouri when she was 10 years old uh she scored a 228 on the stanford benet test okay so yeah that's so it does uh, go that high oh actually it sounds like it can go up to 400 what yeah well einstein was 200 to 225 by different measures uh elon musk is 150 to 155 the highest iq score is anywhere between two william james Sidus be anywhere between 250 and 300 so this kid having a 200 iq score is not um is not completely out of you know sure out of the question out of the realm of possibility i know there's a lot of issues with iq scores though anyway um well it's pattern recognition i always tell my kids that about when i tell them to pay attention to shit and i'm like well if, you know pay attention to the pattern like if you keep doing this and that happens you know fucking learn from it like iq is based on pattern recognition right you know and that's it and how well you can realize oh fucking this is how shit happens it's like how, how well you can solve a problem yeah that's how we that's literally how we gauge intelligence is pattern recognition so look right. for patterns pay attention to what what cause and effect and you know that's how which that's is how silly because you could have all of the knowledge in the world and score an extremely low iq well i mean let, let's look at it like this what are you going to base intelligence on is it memorization is somebody necessarily smart because they can remember all the fucking state capitals? That's not right. intelligence. Um, you have to find some kind of metric. And I think pattern recognition is probably one of the best ones to go off of. I mean, you could you could say, you, you could verbalize that as maybe, oh, problem solving, right? But, but how do you solve problems by, you know, it, you solve problems by, you know, trial and error and realizing what works and what doesn't and realizing yeah. that you know i i don't know it, it, it i get what you're saying there's no just like test that I, I love these people that like take some facebook test and they think that yeah. that's their fucking iq like yeah it's not that simple um but yeah i guess you need something and i'd rather see it be pattern recognition than memorization skills because i don't think memorization is intelligence at all it used to be uh when i was very young you before you started kindergarten you went to this testing thing this testing event um and you know you got you got your test done and uh at the, it, and it was an iq test but for very young children 
And um, that would kind of determine what path you took in your school. Um, I did not do that with my daughter. So I guess maybe that's not something that they do now. Um, but that was definitely something that they did back then. I, I scored a very, um, very high IQ. I don't know what. It doesn't matter because I'm a fucking podcaster, you guys. Like, <laughs> and I'm a fucking internet personality and investigator. It doesn't mean anything. So if you're one of those people that you're fucking diehard about what your IQ score might be, it doesn't mean jack shit. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> what do you do for a living with that IQ? Huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a buddy in grammar school that used to always test super well. And he used to always brag about how well he would do it on these standardized testing. But he got terrible grades at school because he never did his homework. Me, you know, yeah. He was never engaged. Barely graduated right. eighth grade, barely graduated high school, and now he's a truck yep. driver. And I'm not saying truck drivers are stupid, but I think sometimes, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a respectable job, definitely. I'm not shitting on that at all. But I think sometimes people get these inflated ideas of their own intelligence yeah. based on how they scored some fucking test when they were seven. And it's like, dude, but if you're not a hard worker, you're not smart enough to realize how to game the system. And if or, you don't have experience in things, yeah. that's huge, you know, and there's really no way to gauge, uh, you know, wisdom is the is what it is, you know. And so um, anyway, that's just my tangent about IQs. Again, don't fucking brag about your IQ score. Just nobody likes you if you do that. I promise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just don't be that asshole. Um, but yeah, so so Bariska goes on to tell people about his. uh you know adventures on on mars again they had this war they tore each other apart um he, he's given other details about um about mars and kind of how they live um he says as a matter of fact they are still around now and um they live people live on mars actively what do you yeah, think about that what do you think about that I one Patty? i mean what do i think about this story in general like i don't know man I don't know. I mean, it's I spent I spent all day today in the Museum of Science and Industry, and I know how you feel about the moon landing, and I know how you feel about space travel, and I know what I spent all day looking at, right? And, uh, you know, there is this new push to uh, build an inflatable moon base on the, on, on the moon. I don't know if you know about that, Moon Base oh, 2. Oh, yeah. I know all about it. Which is it, it, interesting to named after fucking anyone that remembers the Transformers movie. Moon Base 2. Jay has the Moon Base 2. Um, that was interesting. And then uh, the, uh, I mean, the, the Mars exploration, and they were going into it, and a lot of it, they're using Alan, or, uh, oh, God, I don't want to say, it. is it Alan Parsons? No, because that's the fucking musician. Jack Parsons, <laughs> his, his aerospace company that I bought stock in after I read the book, they're designing the rockets that are carrying uh, our, our shit to Mars, uh, Aerodyne. And um, I mean, and then there's Asher's over here saying, you can't get through the fucking uh, radiation belt. Oh it's all bullshit, right? So I, you know, my head's all over the place. So hold on, as- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me just say this, guys. I don't really think that we didn't go to the moon. Like, if people actually think that me, you have straight up said that before. You know, I you've don't said that think. Before. I don't really think that we didn't go to the moon. If people did not get the joke that's your fault (laughs) it's funny we did go to the moon but 
but they had to get through those Van Allen belts in order to do it. I mean, I don't I just don't know how that's fucking possible. So. Um, but... <laughs> right. And I spent all day in the museum of science industry. They didn't mention thing one about the Van Allen belt. So my it, point wait, is. Hold on, wait, 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 stop. It didn't? No. I mean, that's well, really all, weird because that's a huge. That was a, that really was legitimately Pat. That was a huge problem. All the different displays that I looked at. I mean, all the stuff that I went. Yeah, I mean, but then again, I'm you're walking through one museum. They're not required to to cover every aspect of space travel. It's just they had a space exhibit that we passed through, and I it's it's what I kind of read the most on. You know, because I'm few things interest me anymore, and that was just one of them. But uh, that's my really my fortunate. My point is, is that I think that the whole the whole concept of space travel and how we're going to get to the moon and how we're going to get why we haven't been back to the moon and what what our plans are for the moon and what our plans are for Mars, a lot of it. And then when you talk the stuff you talk about with the Van Allen belts and stuff like I don't I don't know what to think anymore. Um so when you talk about there being a race of people that lived on the moon or that lived on Mars that destroyed themselves, okay, that's a possibility. I could see that. Um, but they're still there. Okay, but where are they? They're, are they living underground? Why don't they yeah, come out? Yeah, they're living underground. Why haven't they attempted contact? They what's can't the, come out. What's the, why, why not? Because the fucking surface of Mars is so ra- radiated and so dangerous that nobody can actually physically live on the surface. Nobody can touch so the how surface. The f- how the fuck are we going to go there? We're not going to go there then, right? Um, Probably not. Okay, so 100% not in our lifetime, no. We're not going to go there. Um, are we going to be able to inhabit it eventually? I mean, that's the idea is that we could tamper with the atmosphere there in order to make it habitable or we could build structures there to make them habitable for us to be able to physically go there yeah the mars thing it's just it's a lot of conflicting info i feel like i i feel like i don't know if i feel like we don't have our story straight on that like a little bit all over the place well we don't we don't know a lot about it we've never had an actual person there so i mean we we still don't know now Bariska's claims these all came out in 2007 Mm -hmm. so this was before we were even talking about going there I mean or you know whatever it's way before you know now 2007 that's a million years ago in 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 science terms um you know so but he, he says that they they still live there they live underground and they can't come out of the surface you know because they have destroyed it with nuclear radiation um we have theories about mars and the theories about mars is either it it okay this is going to be controversial but it either could have been inhabited prior and we're not saying with intelligent life form or anything just it could have things that lived on it it could have been habitable at some point or it can be habitable in the future or both or both and we're just catching mars in this weird cycle where right now it is uninhabitable like the earth has done over and over again you know I so that's yeah. that's not far-fetched it's just that we really don't know because we can't travel to the past to take a look at it we can't travel to the future to look at it we just know where mars is at right now and we can see the direction that it's going in it could potentially be habitable later on but there are things about it that lead us to believe that 
it could have been habitable in the past. So that's not that far-fetched, um, you know, for him to say that a thousand years ago there were people living on it, um, you know, and were they visiting us from Mars? Mars is not that fucking far away. When we talk about um, abductees and we talked about contactees and things like that, the, the, the beings that they're in contact with, I mean, they're out there. They're out of our solar system. They're out of our galaxy. They're far, far away, um, which, you know, makes sense. Um, because well, <clears throat> I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, we know a lot about what's around us in general. Uh, we don't know a lot about what's far, far away. We can't get there. This definitely has the feel of a pre-1960 contactee experience, right? Like, uh, this was something I was actually talking with my mother-in-law about this weekend. Um, she st she's stayed with us over the holiday weekend. And she's a big fan of the show, Hey Marge. And... Um, she was she was bringing up and one of the things we were talking about we were just kind of shooting the shit was how prior to betty and barney hill um most abduct most contactee when people came across aliens in a spaceship the alien had a name uh they were from somewhere specific they had a message there was more narrative there right and then post Betty and Barney Hill, you started to see the prevalence of just like these like gray drones that would just show up and do things to people. And there might be a little telepathic communication, but nothing major, not what you were seeing before then with like injured Cole and shit like that. Right. And this, the idea that like he's from Mars and he's got a warning for earth culture and all this stuff. And it's, and it's, you know, stay away from nuclear power and all this shit. That has a, it just has a very retro 1950s feel to it. Um, you know what I mean? And I always get a little, like, it, maybe, maybe it's all true. Maybe you do have life forms visiting us from different time periods, right? Maybe you have things popping in from other dimensions. And then maybe you have things coming from other planets in our solar systems, right? Maybe you do have Martians. Like, Martians is what they fucking are. They're Martians. Uh, literally from Mars. <laughs> you know? Uh, and maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But this particular story, that, that whole concept of it just has that, that retro feel to it. That's my two cents. Okay. Um, I mean, we're going to deep dive more into his story, um, and then I'll, I'll give my two cents, you know, at the end. But... Um, I, I can agree with that it, you know it well okay there is a phenomena that happens with these abductees and these contactees where they all pretty much say that they have been given some warning message to save humanity yeah they all say that um the guy from the pascagoula abduction came out recently um uh, calvin parker and said that he had never said it before just all of a sudden he's saying that but the other guy, I can't remember his name, that died. He's dead now. Um, he also said that. He preached that up until the day that he died, that there was some weird, you know, apocalyptic message that he had to deliver. And we had to be careful because humanity is slipping. And they all say that. And, um, you know, so is there some truth to that? Or is this just a fun thing to tell, you know, later on down the line? I, you know, I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't get the knowledge from the aliens. So, yeah. 
you know. Well, I think it definitely makes people stand up and listen when you're like, you know, I saw an alien, you know. You're like, okay. And they gave me a dire warning for the future of mankind. And you're like, oh, okay, what is it? You know, it, it, it makes you at least ask the question, well, what did they say to you? Instead right. of just, it, you know, I don't know. It adds a deeper level know. to it. Now, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe there are all these life forms out there are bending over backwards to establish lines of communication with these random individuals <laughs> to give them this super important info. You know, they're not going to broadcast it over the radio waves or the airwaves or on the internet or, or, or write it in cursive on the white house lawn with their fucking scorching rays or something. No, they're going to pick up two dudes in Pascaluga and tell them, you know, <laughs> or they're going to reincarnate into the body of a Russian boy and uh, have him, you know, <laughs> in yeah. one of the most media lockdown fucking cultures on the planet. You know, I mean, there's, there's part of me that thinks this whole story is just like a psyop, by the Russian government to try to discourage us from like nuclear escalation. You know what I mean? Like they'll think like, okay, we're going to, we're going to tell the Americans that uh, we've been, we've been informed by the Russians that they or the Martians that they need to disarm their nuclear arsenal. Lest we descend into nuclear war. You know, I don't know. I don't, we'd have to ask Jeremiah Byron on that one. I don't know. Yeah. Jeremiah, what, what's the word on that, buddy? What's your two cents um, on that one? <laughs> tell us. We got to know. As far as psyops go, you're the king of psyops. What's, All right. Uh, All right. You know. know. Um, we know that you know. So uh, there's that. You know, it could be. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm just relaying the story the way that uh, Bariska has been relaying it. So I, I got you. I got you. I'd love to talk to him. I don't think he speaks English. I'd imagine he does, though, since he's a genius. Um, but I can't find him on social media. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, living in Russia and all, that's probably difficult. We're not Facebook friends. So um, anyway, so this was all um, 2007, right? That that okay. he started doing this and he started getting around and um, talking to people and stuff like that. And this was just something that probably at the time I had heard on Coast to Coast or I had just stumbled upon on the internet. Um, remember that website, Stumble Upon? I, no. I guess you. I guess you don't remember that website. Stuff. No, really. It was really neat. You. Uh, it was just a website you signed up for, and like you listed all your interests, and then there was like a. T you had like a um like a toolbar thing, and like in your browser, and like you would hit the stumble upon button, and it would just take you to a random web website that you might be interested in. That, I thought that was a bit you were doing. That's awesome. No, I never heard that. I never heard of that. Yeah, That's it was awesome. fucking sweet. I have no idea, but it's still around. It was fucking sweet. Um, it's kind of like what Pinterest ended up being eventually, like turned into okay. that, but it was like the web. Um, so I'd find all kinds of crazy shit. And maybe that's how I found it. I don't know. Um, right. you know, but, but many years later, um, you know, I, I got curious. I was like, whatever happened to that kid? Actually, I think it was because we were recording something for this show about it. Um, and I think it was back during when Ivy was on the show. Um, and I got curious and I looked into it and I wanted to see if anything ever came of that because he had made predictions of things that were to come that obviously came and went and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing that he was saying was going to happen was that the poles, um, the North and South Pole, were going to switch. Yeah. And uh, and then when that happened, it was going to cause all kinds of catastrophe. And, and and that's a theory that we've heard talked about before by other people. Yeah. Um, that's not new, you know. But if he had never heard of that before and he was relaying that, then, yeah, kind of call, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, cause for alarm at the time. Um, you know, but but we know that the poles of the Earth have switched uh, about 42,000 years ago. And um, things didn't really go crazy, like, you know, or at least 
we suspect things didn't really go that crazy. Um, it's just something that the earth does. It's not a big deal. And uh, it is, is where our standpoint is scientifically now. Um, who knows? It could be terrible. But obviously that didn't happen. Um, he had predicted two major events that were going to happen in 2009 and 2013. And I believe both involved flooding. Um, and none of those things, I mean, we're still here in 2022, right? And so obviously if there was major flooding then, and there probably was somewhere, it didn't affect us. Um, so <clears throat> also kind of biblical with his uh, prediction. So anyway... Um, you know, I was curious what's, what's Bariska doing these days. And, and I looked him up and, uh, he is still around and is still claiming to be from Mars. I mean, he still sticks to that story. Um, you know, since becoming an adult, you know, at that time when I was into the, the Bariska story, he was 11, he was 11 years old in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but now he's, he's, uh, an adult i mean he's getting ready to well he's like a teenager now what, no i mean he? if 2007 he was 11 he's born in 96 yeah so that's so it's 15 years since 2007 so he's 26 years old well yeah he's a full-grown adult now right and uh probably invading the ukraine as we speak <laughs> bariska <laughs> is seven feet tall and he says that's not an accident. Martians are that are tall. Wow. You know, um, he's still saying, I mean, I haven't seen any reasoning as to why things didn't happen the way that he said they were going to happen. But it could be because he told us they were going to happen that way. So we changed the timeline, changed the timeline. Right. You know, or something has happened and he's changed the timeline somehow. So now now it's a different. Um, but he he's 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 doing all kinds of sciencey shit i can't remember exactly what he what he did at that time for a living or where the update was i think 2021 actually last year was the last update we had had on him um but you know a prediction that he did have that that came true was about the sphinx you know the sphinx in egypt Mm -hmm. um you know when he was very young back in 2007 he was saying um you know the there there's a secret to all this and it's behind the, the sphinx ears it's in, it's it's back there you'll find it there and everybody's like what what are you talking about well a couple of years after he had said that guess what they discovered a fucking what? hollowed out piece in the sphinx head behind the ears that like a tunnel that you can get into i don't think that they found anything significant in said tunnel um but you know they did find that there was an opening back there that they had never found before so i mean how did he know that is crazy you know and that and that's fact like that part that part that's fact you know that's real him being seven foot tall that's real um him still saying that he's uh from mars that's real and he still says that and says that again he is not the only one there are other mars children out here there are indigo children which I have feelings about um but why because most of the time i think in calling your child an indigo child is just a way for a parent to place more importance on their special darling than there really is okay <laughs> didn't have a follow-up to that one <laughs> no i mean i didn't know i didn't know if there was something inherently troubling about the word indigo or if it was just like yeah, people are trying to act like their kids are fucking special and they're not, which is every shithead parent. You know, right. I mean, are there indigo children out there? I guess there very well could be. They're just kids born with 
you know, extrasensory gifts. Um, you know, it, it's a very similar concept that I personally follow with your with numerology and your life path number. It, it kind of just predestines you to do great things. And um, but there hasn't been a lot of scientific research on it. So it's hard to say if that's a real phenomenon or not. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, you know. Sorry, I took guess, a bite of a taco. My bad. Nothing, nothing to say. Jesus, Pat. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, man. This dude threw me for a loop. Canceling the guest show. You know what I mean? Fucking fucked up everything. Blame him. Robbie Vegas. Oh, yeah, we were going to have a guest, and you're going to sit there and eat fucking tacos the whole time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look for a picture of this kid now that he's grown up. I want to see a seven foot tall ass. They did make a documentary about him that came out in 2000. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's some stuff there to dig into it. Um, I said that. Yeah. Yeah. He's 26 years old now. Um, I think it's interesting. It is an interesting story. Um, I, I would definitely like to keep tabs on him and see what he turns into, you know, and, and where he goes with his life. Um, you know, it, is it real i don't know again obviously he's made a lot of claims that weren't you know and, and especially you know when we're talking about the people living inside of mars um i people don't live inside of mars we would have known we would have known but then again people say all the time they see all this weird shit on mars like that doorway that it was a doorway that we saw on mars and uh you know the uh rack the the rat but that was a rock or whatever <laughs> you know all these weird rock formations that people are like oh it's something um people see that shit all the time so it's like mm-hmm who knows you know he says that the martians breathe carbon dioxide so even if they were to come to earth that's another thing if they were to come here they couldn't live here they'd have to have specialized you know equipment to even be on the planet yeah i mean i i believe i guess i'm more willing to believe that life existed on mars at some point and that it left the planet for whatever reason climate change or maybe it was nuclear war maybe it just kind of died off maybe it came to earth maybe we're all martians and and we originated there and transferred um the idea of there are people living underneath it and all stuff like that like that yeah that doesn't ring true to me like i think there's certain there's certain stories that you just hear and you're like well i don't know like I, i i just doesn't sound right you know, and there's certain things that you do here and for whatever reason they resonate with you. And maybe it's because of, you know, a movie that you saw as a kid growing up or different phobias that you have. This whole thing about the poles shifting. I remember that. Jesus, that was like people had money on that's what was going to happen December 21st, 2012. You know, that was that's what was going to happen is that the poles were going to flip. You know, um, that was something that I legitimately was concerned about, <laughs> you know, Um and it didn't happen, but it's something that people, you know, gets brought up from time to time. And it's something that we've, we know has happened in earth's past and, you know, could potentially happen again. So same thing with like civilization and how old we know the, we, we know how old the earth is, but we, we don't really know how old civilization is. And we have a couple of theories and people, some people think that archaeology goes one way and suggests one thing but at the end of the day they're all just guesses like i talked early in the program about that uh documentary i was watching about underwater caves and how they take stalagmites those are the ones that go from the ground up stalagmites 
and you drill into them and you can get core samples and because those are formed by dripping water you can drill into a stalagmite and uh potentially get a sample of water that's uh, a couple tens of thousands of years old maybe even longer right and from that you can figure out what the temperature was and what the what the oxygen level was like outside and all these different things right or so we think you know that i mean i i feel like something like that is one of those things where science isn't an exact science you know uh i could see having theories based on that kind of stuff but whether or not you can you can say with any kind of high infallible probability that because we dug this fucking rock out of a cave and drilled into it we can now tell this about what the air was like 50,000 years ago i don't know man you know i think you could probably get some theories but i don't know if you'll you'll absolutely know so sure. you know you I hear a lot yeah, you hear a lot of stuff about the pyramids and the Sphinx, and maybe it's older than we thought. Maybe all this stuff was around for, you know, from for a, a, there was a greater civilization. One thing that I kind of like to subscribe to is that there could have been a more uh, technologically advanced civilization, more technologically advanced than we are now, that existed on this planet tens, twenties, maybe hundreds of thousand years ago, and it got wiped out for some reason. And it could have been completely a pole shift or climate disaster or something. And that mankind has had to rebuild since then. Because that's something that if I, if we really got thrown a curveball, if our civilization today really got thrown a curveball, we would lose everything. You know what I mean? Um, forget like how to build iPhones. I mean, there's people out there that don't know how to do the, don't know how to farm, <laughs> you know, don't know how to drill a well. Like we would be wiped out. And it would say it would be a very small number of us that would have to rebuild and we could start from scratch almost overnight. So the idea that that has happened throughout mankind's history. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy that. You know, um, what that has to do about Mars. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I just kind of went off on the thing there. Well, at least you're honest. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just saying elements of his story that ring true, elements of his story that I'm just not buying. The very unfortunate part about the story that is so fucking frustrating to me is that nobody, it's the access to this kid, right? And it's not fair to call him a kid, but, you know, since we don't really know too much, I mean, it seems like he did all his talking back when he was a kid and not too much now. Um, you know, there, there's no way to really, there's not enough light shown on this situation, this particular situation. And um, that's very unfortunate. And um, the light that is shown on it, they're not asking the important questions. Well, okay, you lived on Mars a thousand years ago. What the fuck happened between now and then? It's been a thousand years. What the fuck have we been doing this whole time? Like, did you purposefully die and get sent into the future so you're telling me that now the martians have a time machine i mean is that is that the claim here what's the you know nobody's asking the important questions that could either um a give us some legitimate fucking answers to this possible civilization that exists out there that we know nothing about or b blow the cover off this thing fucking entirely and be like oh okay you're full of shit or c just continue the mystery i mean either way you know how do we get in contact with this kid i mean how do we 
ask him these important questions that that I feel like we need in order for the story because otherwise it's that's just that it's just a story um you know there's no science to it at all <laughs> you know there's no validity to it at all without being able to go to him directly and ask him these questions I mean and if he's here and his purpose is to inform us then why is he not informing us he's doing a bad job yeah the logistics of reincarnation in general are kind of tricky and that's why it's something that I think that certain people believe in and um i don't i mean i know it's i don't want to say it's never it's never fully caught on like it's a thing right but i mean it's not i don't it's not as popular as it used to be there, there's some like leaps of logic that you have to take to entertain the whole reincarnation thing and there's some there's some questions that are kind of hard to kind of hard, hard to explain like different population <laughs> booms right there's there's more people living now than ever lived before so how do the souls get divvied up and and now we're reincarnating martians was he reincarnated you know was this his first time being reborn was he reborn some other time and had no memory of it why do some people have memories what's what's the waiting period where do you go in between um you know reincarnation is tricky and the fact that that's what he's claiming is that he was reinc- he, he lived a thousand years ago, and then was reincarnated into 1996. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, can you can you expand on that a little bit? Because that's kind of a that's kind of a pretty big leap in logic that you're asking your audience to make. Yeah, I mean, why not be reincarnated back when they were inventing nuclear weapons to spread that message? Um, you know, to, for them to not even do it. Or just what is, or, or not even that so much. Like, okay, you could talk about, yeah, the timeliness of his arrival. But so, okay, so if you're reincarnated, that means like, what, what, what's the whole afterlife situation? You know, I mean, Russians well, okay, are. Right I, I can tell you this um, because out of all the religions I believe in, God is not real and reincarnation is, and there's scientific evidence to back that. And that scientific evidence is that energy can't be created nor destroyed. So when you die, the energy has to go somewhere. It doesn't just die with your body. So the energy just goes somewhere. Now, where does that energy go? it's not limited to earth it's throughout the entire fucking universe multiverse whatever it is you believe in so you could be reincarnated in a galaxy far far away on a different planet as a different species as a tree you know (laughs) or something you know because that energy has to go somewhere um so that's the basics is it instantaneous or does it take time to get there I, i would like to think that it's pretty instantaneous and then you just die And the person that you are now just does not exist anymore, including the memories of that. Why do some people hold on to the memories? I have no idea. Um, But, I mean, that's the logistics of reincarnation. I buy that part. That's not the part I'm I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about the fucking people that still live on Mars today. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so you sign off on reincarnation. There's plenty of people that don't. Um, So that that doesn't bother you, but I think... (sighs) You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, obviously, I think his message is is legit enough. Uh, let's not blow each other up. Um, yeah, he comes, right. He comes, with a, he comes with a message of peace. Take care of your planet. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, whether it's bullshit or not. I, I agree with him. <laughs> you know. Uh, definitely people that encounter aliens, they, they usually have 
I mean, as far as we know, stories like that, but yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot here. There's a lot here and it's kind of hard to, to sign off on it, you know? Um, or I guess he knew things no one else knew. So there's something as we said about that, but some of his claims about Mars are a little outlandish and, um, I don't know, man. He's some of us, yeah, some of us don't talk shit about Russians. I'm not talking shit about Russians, but I think it's, you know, his whole like, you know, hey, I'm a Russian and I come from messages, like, you know, I have messages from Mars and they say to, you know, disarm all your nuclear weapons. It's like, okay. <laughs> you first. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> you guys first. Um, and then it's the Mars thing. Mars never, it just seemed, like I said, it just it it just sounds like a hackneyed 1950s plot, you know? Mars, do we really like I said, what about everything that we've learned that suggests that these craft come from different dimensions? Are they two different things? You know, are we being visited by being, you know, man, what if what if it's not just like one thing that's going on? What if we are completely blind? to what we're living in right now what if we are completely blind to it excuse me and you have in, in, entire parts of the fossil record that are that are completely wrong right civilization has, has risen up and fallen a half dozen times over a couple hundred thousands of years right and there's people on mars and there's venusians and there's visitors from landlos and there's all this shit going on and that's just from this fucking universe right behind the veil there's other universes with other aliens and sometimes they just randomly fucking pop in in places like you know uh flatwoods or or van meter or whatever you know what i mean like these random one-off encounters the vegetable man that thing that ran across the road that the guy hit with his fucking car you know like all of that stuff what if all of that stuff is true and like we honestly think that like our existence just involves us getting up and going to work every day and paying our taxes and getting our kids McDonald's on the way home from school because we're too fucking tired to cook. You know what I mean? And watching TV for three hours before you get high and fall asleep on the couch and then you do it all over again the next fucking day. What like what if like we reality as we know it, as we're taught in schools, is the biggest crock of shit. It's the biggest fucking smoke screen ever pulled over on anyone ever. And that's what we subscribe to. And this kid is just as fucking spot on about what he experienced and what he's saying as the Hills, as Travis Walton, as fucking the the children at Fatima, as all this stuff. All these people are telling the fucking truth. And the story is just too big and crazy for us to put to wrap our heads around the unified theory of everything. You know. Maybe you, maybe maybe that's fucking it. Are you just now just now realizing that or no i'm just now vocalizing it <laughs> i just now stopped eating my taco long enough oh, to okay. get up on my soapbox and fucking, this, is, <laughs> this is why the government's got me putting tacos in my mouth ashers is to that's, keep me from speaking sure, I mean, but, enemy. you know that's the theory is that we can't under i mean I, 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 I okay i don't know maybe that's not the theory but like that's the theory is that we can't understand these things because we are too 
infantile in our species to know and understand what these things are. Um, it doesn't and, matter that there's contradictions between this and that right. and the other one. You know what I mean? Right. Like the contradictions are just what I, and sometimes people get the details wrong and let's not like, let's not look for reasons for this shit not to be true. Sure. Let's, let's walk, let's approach every story. Let's approach every week's episode with the idea, the possibility that this shit is true. One of the, the other thing I got out of the, my, my second favorite part of the museum of science history today was um, they have this whole exhibit that they promote as being about mirrors, but what it's really about is fractals and how you have the golden ratio and the Fibonacci sequence and how this stuff repeats itself through nature. Right. To me, that's the, that, that's the biggest, um, the biggest uh, piece of evidence to suggest that we're living in some kind of simulation, you know, the fact that you have like this mathematical formula that seems to literally hold everything together. And maybe that's why there's all these crazy seemingly unconnected plot threads is because that's just, you know, a guy like me writing the D and D campaign that we're all living right now. That's drawing from a lot of different influences. You know what I mean? He's whoever's writing this shit is is just just fucking blast blazed a one hitter, and he's got his iPad and iPad on shuffle, and he's just fucking writing and coming up with all kinds of stuff. It's kitchen sink, right? Yeah, there's fucking Martians and there's Santa Claus and the fucking Mothman. You know what I mean? And the poles are gonna fucking flip. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe there's that too. <laughs> I'm going to rename this episode. Um, Pato catches up finally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pato has a big awakening. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to berate you. No, I mean, it's true, though. I mean, that's. that's no, go ahead. Call me stupid bitch. Call yeah. me. <laughs> dumb bitch. That's what it is. Oh, um, <laughs> I know you dumb bitch. <laughs> Damn it, Pat. That's the next T-shirt. That's no, the next fucking t-shirt right not, there. It's not the next t-shirt. No, okay. it's not. It's not. Right. Boundaries are only good if you enforce them. I'm, enfor- I'm enforcing them. So. I, yeah, I, yeah, that's my problem. Um, right there. So anyway. It's um, next week's lesson. <laughs> that words I have boundaries. So anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's kind of the theory for a lot of us that, that work within these fields is that we can't understand it anyway. Um, you know, and and I I personally, and I know other researchers and investigators personally do not expect to find those answers in our lifetime and we may not ever um you know because it just we're just that far behind you know unless one of these things come here and talk to some really important people um and make us understand it we're just not gonna know we're just not gonna know um and i hope for that but it's not up to us to decide that it's up to them whoever they are and and they they seem to be made up of many different species of many different walks of life and um they are choosing not to disclose that information to us and maybe that's because they know the effect that it would have on our world to do that so it's kind of irresponsible for them to do so um they just let us keep searching and uh for whatever reason they keep visiting you know you've mentioned a couple times why 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 would they come here what are they you know what are they visiting for well again we can't even possibly begin to know that we just can't even speculate as to why we don't understand it at all it's like asking it's like fucking traveling back 500 years into the past and then you know them trying to understand our reasoning for doing so they just won't grasp it it's not part of their world you know but it's the same planet (laughs) you're not even talking about a different planet you're just talking about a different time um and it's just not 
they're just not meant to know it and that's what i think about uh all this all these weird all this weird stuff that happens um so but but as far as bariska goes i mean i i don't know you'd think that by now with us being on mars and us having a live stream from mars constantly um <laughs> you know we would see some signs of civilization but but we haven't and uh you know, again, I would love for him to be more of a focal point in all of this. And um, I think that it's very unfortunate that a lot more people aren't talking about the story. But maybe you will now. Maybe now that you've heard it here on uh, on Wednesdays, we talk weird. Uh, you're going to go spread it around and make sure everybody knows about it. And we'll get this kid out of hiding and figure out what the fuck it is he knows. Yeah, maybe he's from a Mars from a different... A different area, dimension. a whole different galaxy, right? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. from Mars from the same dimension that had... Uh, the Bernstein Bears, or uh, you know, what was the other one that people always talk about? The uh, you know Mandela effect oh, shit. Yeah, uh, what do you mean? The the other one people talk about Nelson Mandela. You mean? <laughs> no, there's one that's actually holds a little bit of water. Cause I'm like, no, I remember that stuff. I don't know, Is it a fucking different strokes theme song or something. Well, everybody, everybody's Mandela effect holds water to them. It's a personal, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know which one you subscribe to, but you know, there's a lot of them. Maybe one day we'll talk about those. I don't know. Um, but uh, just kind of go over different ones and do it. Maybe we'll do like, a, I don't know. Maybe we'll do something cool with the Patreon with that. Um, but anyway, he could be from a different Mars and he just is confused about where he's at because it's been a thousand years since he's been there. So yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time. It's changed, bro. <laughs> you know, we don't even know what a thousand years look like. You know? Neighborhood has changed. You know, you have no idea what that even feels like. So, I mean, I can only imagine how Bariska feels um, being here a thousand years later. So, but again, um, talk about this, you guys. Put it out there on social media. And I'm not just saying the show. I'm just saying the topic in general. Get it out there. I want more people talking about this. I want fucking within the next month, I want other podcasts to steal this show from us and go do a show about it. Um, because I I think it is so important. I want, I want this kid on the cover of Paranormality Magazine right get him on there you know let, let's bring this kid out of hiding let's ask him these questions let's ask him the important shit and let's figure this out let's stop making him disappear because he's obscure and he's making obscure claims maybe he's, there's some fucking truth to what he's saying i'd love to hear it um you know again this is a story that's personal to me it's one of, one of my first really weird ones <laughs> you know I, I like it um I want to hear more about it so you know is it true in in my personal opinion is it true um i want it to be in my professional opinion is it true i don't fucking know i have no idea i wasn't there a thousand years ago on mars fucking know (laughs) no idea but again i really really want it to be there are holes in the story but again maybe he deviated the timeline i don't know maybe he did his job and now that's why he's not talking anymore is because he did it he doesn't have to now i i don't know so what the fuck's up with the sphinx what's going on there he said that the blueprints for mankind are behind the ear of the sphinx what's in there um are there blueprints for mankind and the government found them and they're just hiding them from us i don't know now i sound like fucking alex jones or some dumb shit <laughs> so crazy but who knows um anyway anything else about the boy from mars pato uh it looks like he's on twitter well, he's, pro- he's probably not really on Twitter. People make fake accounts of shit. There's, you know how many injured cold accounts there are? Uh-huh. And he's not on social media. <laughs> That's, you know, he doesn't do that. So, I mean. 
Well, yeah, worth looking into, guys. Check it out. All right. Well, we'll see you guys back here next Wednesday.